Hi, everyone. This is Heather Welpley. Welcome to Create Your Own Rules for Life. I'm a speaker and award-winning author that works with women to let go of perfect and live their truth. If you're tired of the weight of should and supposed to and want to have more joy and freedom in your life, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone. Before we dive into the topic today, I want to share that about an hour ago, I tried to record this podcast episode multiple times. (laughs) Like I hit record and then stop record and hit record and then stop record probably five times, which is not normal for me. Like normally I just sit down and record. Sometimes I hit stop and then record again once, but that's it. And after the fourth or fifth time that this happened today, I was like, okay, okay, Heather, (laughs) we just need to stop and take a break. Because sometimes, yes, I do talk to myself in the third person when I need to hear what I am saying to myself. And so I went and I took a break. I ate lunch. I needed some calories, got some calories in my body that I needed. I played both Jolene by Dolly Parton and You and Me on the Rock by Brandi Carlisle on my guitar and sang my little heart out. And now I'm sitting down again to record this podcast, feeling feeling like I am in a much better, much more authentic, focused spot than I was an hour ago. And I wanted to share that because I think so often we just try and push through. That's definitely how I used to operate. It was like, nope, who cares? Just keep going until it is done instead of paying attention and being like, okay, Heather, maybe a break is what you need. Maybe you need a break to be a little more fluid, to be a little more creative, to be a little more focused. And in this case, I really, truly, I think just needed some calories from lunch. I think that was the biggest thing that I needed. And yet we so often ignore those even most basic signals, right? I know I do sometimes, and I certainly used to do it way more than I do now. So I wanted to share that with you to encourage you to also listen to yourself, take a break sometimes. and. Sometimes that's all we need to come back and be in a better spot. So with that, let's move into the real topic for today, which is around creating change in your life when things are really already pretty darn good. And this topic came about because I was reflecting on so many stories that I hear on podcasts or in people's memoirs. And there's always, it seems like, this rock bottom moment that they share. Like they were totally broke or they lost their job in a way that was totally devastating. They lost all their money. They got a divorce that just threw them for a loop that was like totally unexpected. Or they got really hurt or really sick or had an addiction or some other really huge thing that was a total rock bottom moment. And that is what propelled them to make a change in their lives. And I was thinking that most of the people that I know in my life, most of the people that I've worked with and myself haven't had like this huge rock bottom moment. Like I've definitely had places in my life where like 90% of my life was great and 10% of it kind of felt like this little rock bottom moment or a portion of my life felt like it was having its own mini rock bottom, but no place where my whole life felt like it had just dropped out from underneath me. 
And I'm grateful for that. Don't get me wrong. This is a really good thing. And I'm also thinking about most of people I work with also are like that. Like you've had little bits and pieces of places that you see change or places that aren't going well, but it's not like your entire life as a whole. More where it comes from is like, okay, everything is fine. Everything is solid in life. Everything's really pretty good, but you know that you want something different. You know that you want more than fine or more than pretty good. And I hear this from people all the time. I think particularly this seems to be kind of like a 30s and 40s age group type of thing where you get to like this point in your life where you have a lot of the things that you wanted. Whatever was on that list mentally or reality, like a tangible list that you had of things that you wanted when you were 22 or 23 or 24, like you've gotten a lot of them. You have the career you thought you wanted or you're moving in that direction. You're working for a company that you thought you wanted to work for. You own a house that is good and that you like, and you have the relationship that you thought you wanted. You have kids, like whatever it is for you, like those things, you are fulfilling them. You are in that spot in your life and you have them, but you're like, wait, is this all there is? Am I totally really happy? nothing's wrong. Like nothing is actually wrong. Or if something's wrong, it's a small thing that's wrong. You can't pinpoint anything that you're like, oh my God, this is just horrid. But yet there is a yearning for something different. There's a yearning for something different in your career, in your life, in your relationships. Sometimes we don't even know what exactly it is, but you know, there's this yearning, a longing inside of you. And I'm purposely trying really hard to use this word different here as opposed to more, like wanting more. Now, if more resonates with you, go for it, use that. But I'm going to try and use the word different because our society so often pushes for more. And usually when we hear that word more, it's like bigger job, bigger salary, bigger house, bigger boat, bigger whatever it is, that bigger and more. But oftentimes really what we're yearning for isn't more, at least not in the traditional sense, but it's really something different. And it could be something more like more aliveness or greater connection to yourself or time to rest and relax or greater alignment to your values or greater freedom or having like some space to paint or read or explore something you've been wanting to explore, but haven't had the time and energy to do it. I mean, whatever it is for you, like, and you may not be able to pinpoint exactly what it is, but you have this yearning, this longing for something different. And then this is what I see happen in so many people. You feel guilty. You feel guilty because you think I should be grateful For everything that I have, I should be grateful for all of it. I should be swimming in a sea of gratitude because I have it so much better than so many people. I have what I thought I wanted. I'm sitting here. I am financially stable. I'm healthy. I have decent relationships. I have a job that pays me well and gives me good benefits and like all of these things. And you think I should just be grateful and get on with things. And I am here to tell you, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, be grateful. I'm not saying no to gratitude in general. Gratitude is great. And I think we, it's good for us, any of us, all of us to be recognizing the good things that we have in our lives. And you can be grateful and want change at the same time. They are in no way, shape, or form mutually exclusive. And yet I see this hold so many people back from creating change. Like I should just be grateful. And I don't want you using gratitude as a rationale for keeping you small, for asking for what you want, for making a change towards what you really desire. Like gratitude should not be a block that is holding you back. It can be a platform to stand on and say, yes, I am a grateful person. I have so much gratitude and I'm going to make a change. So don't let that hold you back. Don't let gratitude, the desire for gratitude or feeling guilty for the things that you have and feeling like you should only be grateful, be anything that holds you back. So I want to talk through a few kind of wake up moments and ways to start recognizing change. And then, and, and how do you move towards creating change in your life when nothing is awful, when nothing is horrible, when things are really just fine? So sometimes there are those smaller wake up moments. And I'm going to tell you for me, like my job changing was a huge one for me. And you could say like, yes, this was a, it was a change that happened. So what happened was that my job changed outside of my control to something I knew I was not going to like. And that was a huge motivator for me. It was a huge motivator for me to take that step back and say, okay, what do I really like? What do I really want in my life? What do I want in my career? Where am I being called towards? And start exploring other options. But I also want to tell you at the same time that this part of my career changed. And yes, it was a negative change, something that I didn't want. Really, most of the rest of my life on paper was great. Like even that, it was a good job a respected company. It was stable. I owned a condo in a neighborhood that I loved. I had a fantastic group of friends. Like I had a lot of good things happening in my life. And I knew that something different was out there for me. And yes, my job changing was this wake-up call to say, what is that thing? But in reality, I'd always had a little bit of a calling towards something different. I had no idea what that was. And in fact, I wouldn't have even called it that at the time. I just knew that when I looked forward in my career, I didn't necessarily see myself becoming like the chief HR officer at a company or even being, you know, like an SVP at a company of HR and organization development, even though that's what I probably could have done some degree of that. I don't know exactly what it would have looked like, but I didn't see myself moving in that direction but I didn't know what direction I was going to move in, but I didn't feel like that was it. And then when my job changed, it caused me to really pause and look at what I wanted, what I desired, what I was being called towards. And that is what led me to start my business. So nothing, yes, my job, I knew I needed to change my job, but it wasn't like everything came crashing down. I really felt called towards starting that business taking that risk and moving in a new direction in my life. So there was a wake-up call 
And I chose to explore it and choose something different to make a change in my life. And then sometimes there isn't even a wake-up call. It's just a calling. Like nothing bad has happened at all. No negatives, nothing at all. You're just feeling a pull and a yearning towards something different. And this was my move to Colorado. I moved from Minnesota to Colorado a little over two years ago. And there was nothing wrong with Minnesota. In fact, there was a whole lot of things that were really right about Minnesota. I had a lot of friends there. I had this great circle of female entrepreneurs that was amazing. I owned a condo. Well, I'd sold the condo by the time I decided to move, but like I lived in good places. I had some family in Minnesota. Like I had a lot of really, really good things in Minnesota. And I felt called to come to Colorado. And even when people ask me, like, why are you moving? People who didn't know me very well might say, like, are you moving for a job or are you moving for a spouse's job, even though I'm not married? And I'd be like, no, no, that's not really it. (laughs) The only thing I could tell them was I felt called. And later, as I reflected on this more, I realized I think a lot of that calling was because I feel so free here. And in reality, a lot of the changes in my life I have made because of a greater movement towards freedom, tangibly in very tangible ways and in very internal, less tangible ways of feeling a greater freedom within inside myself. But nothing was breaking down in my life when I moved to Colorado Nothing bad was happening at all. There was like zero type of rock bottom, anything. And yet that calling towards something different was pulling me forward. And it was absolutely the right decision for me. I knew it the second I got here. And I can continue to say that this has been the right move. I am grateful. Speaking of gratitude, I am grateful every single day that I live here and that I get to be out in the mountains and hiking and playing, and that I'm meeting the people that I'm meeting and still in touch with my friends and family in Minnesota. I'm grateful every single day, and I feel more alive and free every single day. So how do you shift this to yourself? Like These are a couple of my stories of creating change in my life when there was no no total rock bottom. Like the job thing, yes, one thing was not good and I wanted to make a change based on that. And then Colorado was nothing bad at all, just a calling. So what about you? What about you? How do you make that change or even know what change to make when things are already pretty good, when they're totally and completely fine, yet you feel a yearning or a longing for something different? The first thing that I will tell you is to pay attention to that. So often we can shove it away and say, that doesn't mean anything. That feeling doesn't mean anything. I should just be grateful. I'm too busy to think about that. Whatever it is for you, like we shove that nudge away and instead just start paying attention to it. Start paying attention to it. And if you can create some space to explore it. Like do some journaling around it, meditate on it, go for a walk and put the question of what is that nudge or what's this yearning telling me? What am I truly longing for? 
All of those can be questions to ask yourself in meditation. They can be questions to ask yourself in journaling. They can be questions to put in the back of your mind on a walk or probably a thousand other ways that you know work for you. So pay attention to those nudges and start asking yourself what they mean so that you can get some more information, so that you can reconnect and listen to yourself about what they mean for you. And then once you have a little bit more information, you have kind of a category of your life or a place that you know you know you need to explore this, do that. Dive in a little bit deeper. Experiment, play. Like when I think about changing my job, I did not just like my job changed one day. I didn't quit the next day. You can if you want to, but that would not have worked for me. I had no idea what what I wanted to do. All I knew was that something needed to change. And so I started diving in deeper. I started, you know, reflecting with myself. I used the book Designing Your Life to help me reflect, to put some structure around that. And then I started talking to a bunch of entrepreneurs to understand what it would really be like to start a business. I talked to people who'd been really successful and people who had had a much harder go at it. And both of them were really helpful for me to talk to. So you can gather information from other people without having to take a huge leap into the unknown. You can play with things. You can experiment. You can do a little bit of the thing. If there's an area of your life you want to explore, you can like sign up for a $75 class and go explore that thing. Like make the jewelry, paint the painting, take a writing class, whatever, whatever it is. Allow yourself some exploration time without either A, making a decision or B, shoving it down and totally ignoring it. Like let yourself stay in that limbo place and that experimentation place, in that place of playing longer, longer than we often do, longer than we often give ourselves permission to. And sometimes that place can be can be a little uncomfortable too. That place in between, the liminal space, some people call that. So if it gets uncomfortable, embrace that. Just tell yourself you don't have to know everything. You can just be here and allow those nudges to to come forward. Allow the decision to come forward without forcing it or shoving it away and ignoring it. And then at some point, at some point when you know a change is needed, whether that's a change in your job, a change in important relationship in your life, a change in housing or location, or the way that you structure your life, the way that you spend time, who you spend time with. I mean, there's a million different areas of your life that this could be. At some point, you just have to use the courage inside of you and make that change. And it does require courage. And I'll also tell you at the end of last year, and if you're on my email list, I wrote an email about this. So you you heard about this already. At the end of the year, I always do a pretty solid reflection on the past year. And then I look ahead to the next year. And one of the things I ask myself after I do all of my kind of more specific questions, I just say, what were my key takeaways from the year? What were my key takeaways from 2022? And the very last one I wrote down was courage leads to freedom. And I saw that in so many ways in 2022, in personal relationships that I have with individuals in my life, 
in the courage to get on the biggest stage that I'd ever gotten on and realizing that I could use my voice on that stage to create freedom for myself and give others permission to feel that freedom as well. It's the courage to take a leap and try new things and put myself out there and take up a little bit more space in my life, in my business, inside my body, and all of that leading to freedom. And that's certainly been true when I can look back at these bigger changes, like changing my job, starting my business, moving to Colorado. Like These were big, big things, and they all led to greater freedom. And they all required some courage. And I'll tell you, I don't have any more courage inside of me than any of you do listening to this. We all have courage. And I always think of that heart of courage. The word is heart, right? I think it's Latin. Could be wrong about that one. But the root of the word courage is heart. So you can tap into your heart tap into that inner voice. Like there is courage there. Always. You have it inside of you. You have everything you need inside of you. And if you don't remember it, listen to this podcast again, get around people in your life who remind you of your courage and then take the steps forward, whatever that might be for you. Take that next step forward. Use courage choose courage over confidence and take the next step forward. Even when things are fine, even when things are good, because you know, you are yearning for something different in your life. Give yourself that option, that freedom, that permission to pay attention to that yearning, to explore it, to experiment with it, to play with it, and then use the courage inside of you to make a change. And I have a workshop coming up in a few weeks on February 4th, if you are listening to this at around the time that the podcast is coming out. This workshop is called Reclaim Yourself. And the workshop is designed to get you reconnected to yourself and trust yourself so that you can make these changes in your life without having to hit rock bottom. And you don't have to want to make a change in your life in order to come to this workshop. It's really about reclaiming your life, reclaiming yourself. We're going to dive into all the rules that you've been handed that hold you back from yourself, from your freedom, from your radiance, from your wholeness, all of these things. We're going to dive into them so you can recognize them, release them, reconnect yourself, and then reignite your fire so that you can make those bold moves, whether that's making a big change or whether that's saying no more often and setting boundaries whether that's changing the way you spend your time or simply the way you feel in your life. Because sometimes the changes are external and sometimes the changes we need are mostly internal. And I've had big changes internally and externally that have both led to good, positive changes in my life. And the biggest outcome to all of this, the biggest outcome to reclaiming yourself is freedom. I think some other benefits that come up are like less stress, speaking up more, more confidence, less second guessing yourself. Because when you have reclaimed yourself and your wholeness and your worthiness, and dare I say your radiance, then you can move forward. You can move forward with your voice. You can move forward and say no. You can move forward feeling that freedom inside of you. 
to create the change you desire in your life, even when everything is fine. Because you deserve better than fine. You deserve better than only being grateful. You deserve to be grateful and feel free, to feel alive, to move towards the life that you desire. So the workshop is happening Saturday, February 4th, 9 to 11 Mountain Time, and it will be recorded. So if you can't be there live, sign up anyway. You'll get the recording the next day and any other materials that go along with that. We'll put a link in the show notes to go get all the details and sign up. The workshop is $67 and it's going to be it's going to be good. We have a good group of women who are already signed up and I'm just I'm excited to bring this forward because it feels really important. It's been so important in my life this reclaiming myself is huge. Like there's a chapter in my next book that'll be coming out in the fall called Claim Yourself. It gets a whole chapter because that's how important this has been. So come sign up. The link will be in the show notes, but otherwise it's heatherwelpley.com backslash reclaim yourself. I think that's it. It could be reclaim workshop. We'll put the link in the show notes in case I'm getting it wrong, (laughs) Um, but go out there, take a look at all the details. And I would love to see you there. So you can reclaim yourself, reclaim your life, get reconnected to you so you can experience greater freedom in your life, in your journey, and you can move past a stage of things just being pretty good or fine and move into the radiance of who you are and the life you desire. If you'd like to learn more about my book or hire me as a speaker for your next event, head over to heatherwellfully.com. And if you liked this episode, rate it and share it with your people. Until next time, keep speaking up, living your truth, and changing the world.